Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from whichever lands you are on and acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get in touch with the program, there's lots of ways to do it. You can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com and I'll welcome your um, initiatives um, on that. I'll tell you why in a second. You can SMS 61456751215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And yes, we opened up with the theme for the birthday boy himself, who's 58, Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, Glass Shatters. And I um, hope I'm in as good a condition as um, he, he is at 58. Well, I'll find out in about 10 months' time. Um, God is willing and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, the comeback, comeback man of the year with the uh, match at WrestleMania. Uh, we'll come to some wrestling news that is relevant in a minute as well. Who'd have thought wrestling news on this program? Um, seriously, that's lots of ways to get in touch with the show and look for posts on Facebook as well. Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne and my personal page Sally Goldner AM. Remember, any opinions I express on this show are strictly my own, not those of any organisation with which I am or have been associated. And I can't predict the future. Um, and otherwise I'd have already won Lotto and wouldn't be here because I'd be on an island somewhere, something like that. If you want to write into the um, the station, um, PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Maybe some general low-level content warnings for mention of queer phobia, including transphobia today. So we'll give the number for switchboard 1800 184 527 and Rainbow Door, 1-800-729-367. Why might there be that? Because we're going to look at the highs, lows, um, and in, non-binary in-betweens of the program this year as we do a wrap, or as the message said, a panini on 2022, both in terms of this program, queer communities, and relevant stuff. Um, so there's lots to talk about politically, artistically, community, um, socially, advocacy, lots of things. But if there's something you want to mention, uh, let's hear let's hear it from on all those um, means of communication. So it's been a busy year on the show. I was just looking back at the program list that I keep um, and you know, just sort of looking at the various things we've talked about, um, diving in at random. We talked about, um, you know, sort of, um, we talked with Liza Field, um, who ran a Hume swimming night. And these are still good things um, for trans people in particular, where there are trans and queer friendly spaces for people with various, um, we'll say, possible, potential and or actual challenges in relation to body, whether it's sex, whether you call it sex, gender, identity, um, size, shape, etc. And so these queer swim nights are really, really awesome. Um, and so that's been great. Um, we had some political stuff. Um, we had, um, after the night after the federal election, which I will cover in detail, 
well, the day after. Um, Janet Rice was on the program. A couple of weeks later, we had Jed Canney, the Assistant Minister for Health. Um, so and there's been that as well. And we taught the fantastic book of trans stories, um, Nothing to Hide. We had Sam and Jack on in September. Um, we had the one, the only Jackie Pillar talking about their um, narrative comedy show, Gold Star Failure, um, prior to Fringe. And, um, well, we just, there was a lot of stuff going on. We had artists uh, last week. Got to say, we had Jules Evans, fabulous musician, on and I went along to the Gestation EP launch on Thursday night at Thornbury in the Cactus Room. And given the word of the week, um, there weren't any pricks there. Boom, boom. Um, lots of lovely people, lots of queer musicians, Queenie, Hannah and, and Katie. Um, fa- fabulous show. Um, so well, well worth it. So check out their music. I'll give you Queenie's um, Instagram and Jules's um, details again. Um, and of course, arts to look forward to the midsummer launch, which we ran through a few years ago. Um, and yeah, also the Trans Pride March was a special broadcast, of which Out of the Pan um, was a part of it. Um, so a lot of diverse stuff. And of course, um, the um, fabulous Pacific X, um, you know, was part of the show for 12 weeks and now, of course, have their own show on 2.30 on Saturday afternoons on, on so, sorry, Saturday afternoons on 3CR. Um, so it's been a pretty diverse sort of year, lots of broadcasting, but not without the things we needed to talk about. Um, the, um, you know, the issues of double standards in the queer community and the gay stream, the, in my opinion, prior to the election, the very poor, um, forum that was held, um, that felt very stage managed, um, was a problem that we had to face. We had to talk about challenges and solutions when we um, spoke on in June with Geordie and Reggie from queer departments about universities and past naming. And it does seem there is work being done at some campuses to try to get past this. Um, we also went out to Sunbury and um, um, played with Daddy Cool and um, Billy Thorpe and everyone else. No, not quite. Um, and... Um, also, of course, international guests. Um, we had um, Haritz on back in July um, talking about life in Indonesia and the always awesome Robin Oaks talking about women's issues and, well, issues of various um, gender, we'll say, to be more precise, in the US. So it's been a busy year and um, also lots of people covered um, wonderful relationships involving trans people. Gail and Lizette um, talking about their story and watch for the doco on them during... Um, February, um, which I th- I can't remember which which um, TV service it will be on, but I'll hopefully remember to put something on the page over the break if it comes up before we're back. Um, we had Agley on to talk intersex, Dan from Vatcher um, talking about the intersection of queer and Aboriginal, lots of stuff going on, and so it has been a busy year, and um, hope I do hope that. Um, you know, there's been something in there for you. But it just shows the diversity of where queer is, not just in terms of, we'll say, the various LGBTIQA+, um, which are important, um, but and intersections, but um, looking at it all, arts, festivals, um, you know, sort of, um, what else did we have in there? Um, politics, um, some inter- intra-community issues. There has been a lot going on um, during the year, and it's had its ups and downs, and we have to you know, I, I take a, an approach on this show. I try to put some thoughtful and positive stuff on, but we can't avoid the negatives. I'll talk about that in the sort of 
roundups of the year on various levels in the next segment or two. Uh, but it's certainly been an interesting year if it hasn't been anything else. All right, um, after the um, sort of, um, well, the thrash and crash of glass shatters, um, have yourself in moderation and safety, of course, an ice-cold beverage in honour of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let's come back to Australia. Here's a Christmas, um, an Australian Christmas song, um, which is not about, and as it says, um, it's very much, if you listen carefully to the lyrics, it's all about the Southern Hemisphere. Um, this is Dave Steele from his first solo album, um, Way Back When, um, in I think it was the late 80s, 1989, Bitter Street, and the track's called The Hardest Part. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Christmas all through your house People are laughing and jumping about They're breaking glasses in the hall I think I heard somebody shout And hey, hey, babe I'm a long way from home I'm talking to my family on the telephone I'm trying to explain about you Christmas Hey, won't you Hold my coat Won't you Hold my hand Let's get down local Watch that band Hold my hand Hold my heart Leaving you at Christmas That's the hardest part Everybody's singing these songs about snow And fairy tales and melodies They hardly even know when it's midnight Christ, it's 30 degrees outside And now they're rocking Rudolph Spilling out into the street They're inviting in strangers Giving everybody drinks It's a wild time you and me go walking out Hey, won't you hold my coat Won't you hold my hand Let's get down and local Watch that band Hold my hand Hold my heart Leaving you at Christmas That's the hardest The hardest part Get down and local, watch that stupid little band. Hold my hand on, hold my heart. Leaving you at Christmas, that's the hardest of the hardest.
Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to Fill in the Dots. You know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, Fill in the Dots. 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 8.55am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. G'day, this is Ozzy Butler from Astronomy Class. You're tuned to 3CR on 8.55am or 3cr.org.au. If you like what you hear... Please subscribe. Keep community radio alive. Peace. Enjoy. Real Aussie Battlers, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time or most, um, most... Uh, 46 or so weeks a year with new new content um, throughout the next um, seven or eight weeks, various different things. Uh, next week will be our long-standing Tamil um, broadcasting day on December the 25th, so no out of the pan there. We'll have six repeats um, of shows this year coming up from the 1st of January through to the 5th of February. And then on the 12th of February, we'll be back, but not quite, because we'll have a special broadcast from the Pride Street Party here in Fitzroy. Um, 3CR are broadcasting this year as a long-running broadcast in the area, and so we will we will be there. Um, this could be a face for radio. You could find out next year. There's something to look forward to. Um, anyway... Um, Rod Quantock, Creating Trouble, um, um, always good to hear his voice. And Well, there has been trouble throughout the year. I know it seems a long time ago and we probably want to forget it, but of course we started the year with the threat of the dreaded religious discrimination bill, um, which I mean, was going through Parliament early in February. And of course five um, um, Liberal members of the House of Representatives crossed the floor to um, make sure that trans students were protected, which was incredibly welcome. and But the bill still got through the House of Representatives in some shape or form. And I admit that I didn't stay up all night, and I think it was a Wednesday going into Thursday, to listen to the debate. That was too much. All the same, I couldn't sleep in a sense and was very exhausted. And then um, sources began coming through that given that um, Andrew Bragg was threatened to cross the floor in the Senate, uh, Morrison pulled the bill. And one source that I saw, although not fully referenced, said that only about 20% of the then Liberal National Party uh, or Liberal Party room wanted the bill to go ahead in the first place and didn't think it was a priority. And it's a reminder of what was the first nearly five months of this year, which I know is not a happy reminder, but I think... What is it? Those who do not learn the mistakes of history are doomed to repeat them, as one philosopher said. And so we need to learn from the mistakes of history. 
and the bill didn't end up proceeding. But, of course, we then, if we're going to get the nasty stuff out of the way, went through the federal election campaign and a candidate who does not deserve to be named and the, not in my opinion, the transphobic nonsense that was spewed out and the, oh, but I'm sorry, and then, oh, no, I'm not sorry, and I've changed my mind again. Um, but the consolation that came out uh, much after that was that um, a survey found that only 13%, 1-3% of um, um, the, um, those surveyed supported the views of that certain candidate. And that, I think, is incredibly promising. And whilst there certainly were some people who were not sure undecided, didn't care, um, even if you split those in half, it's still a pretty solid um, number of people who are wanting to be nice to trans people and not have that sort of extreme hateful debate. Um, so, yeah, certainly some nasty stuff in the start of the year on that front. I do want to say personally that at the same time, of course, as that bill was being debated in the reps on that Wednesday was the National Press Club addressed by two people who deserve so much kudos for the year being uh, Grace Tame and Brittany Higgins. And I went to see Grace Tame in conversation with Magda Zabanski later in the year and was absolutely awesome. Um, And Grace said as a neurodivergent person, she finds it hard to hold in a lie well, my form of neurodivergence is different to hers, but um, I'm with you, Grace. Um, probably why I'm still presenting this program. Um, probably don't have much of a voice in the, the gay stream anymore because I can't stand their lies, but, oh, well, price you pay. Uh, anyway, um, seriously, um, you know, that National Press Club address was like a tonic at the time. I had gone through some tough stuff and various parts of it was st- have still happened throughout the year, but it, particularly after that, um, the stress of the possibility of that religious discrimination bill um, was quite um, a relief. should point out, though, that Labor, has, whilst I think is continues to, as the saying goes, kick the can down the road, re-religious discrimination bill, um, um, but they won't really give any commitments on whether um, existing laws will be overridden. So federal Labor um, still, there's that small question mark on this point hanging over their head, and unless that can be cleared up... Um, Not quite a Merry Christmas. But of course, at the federal level, Labor did get in uh, with the majority in the end, 77 out of 151 seats in the lower house, which was possibly, um, you know, I think most people were were thinking it would be a minority government either way. Um, And so a bit of a surprise. Um, Have the Greens and Teals in the lower house been rendered less powerful? Probably yes. Um, But... Um, that might be short-term thinking because the Teals will, um, you know, sure they got rid of a lot of safe Liberal seats, they're, not, they're prepared to stand against Labor as well. So Labor had better learn to respect what they say, the Teals say, otherwise they could find themselves in the poo-poo in around two and a half years' time. Um, but the sad part of federal politics is while, oh, the good part first, good, the bittersweet part, the certainly the the LNP federal government up to the third week of May was a significant source of nasty, toxic fuel for um, transphobic and to some extent queerphobic hate. And while that source of fuel has been snuffed out, it was like the equivalent of um, 15 Elvis fire dumping planes dumping all over um, that source of fuel, we haven't really seen the nice sort of queer regrowth that we want yet. Um, you know, Labor's been very, very quiet on LGBTIQA plus issues. There was one announcement on Social Security about 
queer family violence. There was about four reactive things. I mentioned the interview with Jed Coney, which was great, but we haven't seen a lot yet. And, um, you know, that's where are we, six, eight months? And, yeah, sure, there's lots of mess to clear up from nine years of LNP. Uh, I want to come to that in a second. Um, But, um, yeah, I think we need a very clear community-based queer strategy to be announced very, very quickly. Now, one of the messes, even though it's not queer-specific, that, of course, is relevant, is the um, situation regarding robo-debt, a very difficult thing. Um, You know, the um, situation of... um, 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 you know, sort of robo-debt um, obviously affects people who are less well-off and that can certainly include parts of the queer community and intersectionalities therein. Um, and also, um, yeah, very, very um, difficult thing. And I, um, whilst I, I know people who are dependent on forms of, we'll say, supplemental income, um, so to speak. I have one dear friend who's battling stuff with the NDIA, and it's just a nightmare, the bureaucracy that's going through. So one of the good things that was announced this week was Mark Dreyfus, Federal Attorney General, um, the abolition of the Administrative Appeals Tribunal because of the cronyism and probably right-wing views of too many members. So that's been incredibly welcome, um, that um, that has happened as well. But the Robodebt Commission goes on and on and just just hard to believe that it happened and how people can be so callous, I suppose. Had a message in because I did call out for people to offer their thoughts. Um, Jenny, hey Jenny, um, review of the year in lieu of the re- recent tragic death of an American celebrity who was associated with Ellen and our own police tragedy in Queensland. It's important to stop judging prominent people or groups we don't like who have mental health issues. I would very much agree with that. I think that um, unless someone says they have a mental health issue, you just don't make that call. You can perhaps comment on the behaviour, perhaps possibly say, you know, um, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's some mental health stuff going on. But the thing that I think with mental health is that it's always best to try to work through it with getting some sort of help. I know that can have its costs and privileges involved, but, um, you know, know, it's best to try to work through it. And when people start sort of, well, you know, often it can come from a place of pain, but if they are dumping on other people who did nothing to them, then that is certainly a problem. Yeah, and certainly in relation to the tragedy in Queensland, what a horrible, horrible situation this week. Um, You know, that... um, you know, three innocent people, including two police. And I know we have ups and downs with police in our communities, but that's where certainly police don't deserve that. And the two police who have survived, one who was very much new on the job, goodness me, um, let's be fair there, of course. Um, Jenny also goes on to say, I refer to Megan and Harry and other people of privilege who are non-white and also queer. Um, people wear a mask and behind that successful and happy status and facade they may be struggling and we should stop making assumptions. Um, wish you a happy holiday season. Let's just be kind to even people we don't agree with. Yeah, well, we can. I'm, I'm all for that. We can debate issues and not attack the person. And one thing that got me this year um, was 
you know, people putting nasty caricatures of Tina Arena on social media. Now, Tina Arena apparently is not that it's um, is anti-vax and apparently is a friend of Scott Morrison or Scott Morrison likes the music. Well, you know, again, just that doesn't mean you should make ageist remarks, which happened. People were saying she was too old. Well, I think she's still a good singer. And apparently she was a great support to act for Billy Joel. I think it was last weekend. Um, not that I could afford to go and see that. So, yeah, um, definitely we need to, um, you know, sort of try to keep more on issues and, um, you know, sort of behaviours rather than attack a person, for, certainly not for any attribute. Um, and I think there's too much of that. And, of course, trans people face too much of it um, and often in very, very inaccurate ways as a group. And if you're taking a plain language definition of vilification, which is ridicule or inciting hatred, those sorts of things. There's way too much of that. All right, let's have another Australian graphic classic Christmas track, as we say that carefully and enunciate accurately. Uh, And, of course, if we're talking Australian Christmas songs, it's pretty hard to go past this one. Um, Paul Kelly with the classic, and here's the original version from the late 1990s of How to Make Gravy, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Joe here. I hope you're keeping well. It's the 21st of December. Now they're ringing the last bell. If I get good behavior, I'll be out of here by July. Won't you kiss my kids on Christmas Day? Please don't let them cry for me. I guess the brothers are driving down from Queensland And Stella's flying in from the coast They say it's gonna be a hundred degrees, even more maybe But that won't stop the road Who's gonna make the gravy now? I bet it won't taste the same Just that flour, salt, a little red wine Get a dollar for tomato sauce For sweetness and that extra tang And give my love to Angus And to Frank and Dolly Tell them all I'm sorry I screwed up this time And look after Rita I'll be thinking of her Early Christmas morning When I'm standing Mary's got a new 
new boyfriend I hope he can hold his own Do you remember the last one? What was his name again? Just a little too much cologne And Roger, you know I'm even gonna miss Roger Cause there's sure as hell no one in here I wanna fight I pray the baby Jesus Have a Merry Christmas I'm really gonna miss it All the treasure and the trash Later in the evening I can just imagine You put on Junior Murphy And push the tables back And you dance with Rita I know you really like her Just don't hold her too close So brother, please don't stab me in the back I didn't mean to say that It's just a mind that plays up Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon through one Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time most Sunday afternoons. Although about to take six or seven weeks out um, of new programming. Although for all but one of those weeks there will be an out of the pan. And I'll talk once again about that later on. Paul Kelly, the original How to Make Gravy, that's from the original four-track sort of single that um, emerged in 1996-ish. Other tracks, I'd Rather Go Blind, I'll See Your Lover Now, and Glory Be to God. Um, The Immortal, he's the man, Paul Kelly. Um, May he rock on. Apparently he was in town a week or so ago on another great concert. There's so much good music around. Um, Good to see it back out there um, after, of course, 2020 and 2021, where we obviously didn't have a lot of it. Um, well, we did federal politics, hard to avoid state politics, um, you know, with the election happening only a few weeks ago. The Legislative Council was locked in on Wednesday after they hit the preference distribution button. And overall, it's sort of, you know, it's a bit like the proverbial um, league teams in, out, um, on the interchange bench. No, no interchange bench. But, um, um, you know, sort of um, um, Tenure Arena, we'll come to Tenure Arena in a second, just had an email in from Jenny Smith, multitasking fail there. But Victorian politics, yeah, for all the um, hoo-ha before the election, or could Dan be in trouble, dictator Dan, rah, rah, rah. Um, Labor end, actually, end, I think, ends up having more seats than were elected at 2018 in the lower house, and the combined Labor and Greens is up, which I just 
think is hilarious given some of the opinion polling and some of the commentary prior to the election and regardless of the person um, you know the credibility of commentators who are saying that is really as a friend of mine likes to say in tatters um, you know um, without attacking the person um, but um, the upper house um, ups and downs there I mean it still seems there's a largely progressive majority 15 Labor 4 Greens 2 legalised cannabis and 1 Animal Justice Party which I want to mention whilst it's great that Georgie Purcell is in northern Victoria who was Andy Medic's chief of staff sadly Andy Medic not back in and I think I can say that obviously um, I've I've just I've met him many well, frequently um, he's just an absolute decent human um, obviously animal justice is his passion but um, given of course that it's well known he has two trans kids um, his um, you know, compassion for our community his many speeches particularly when birth certificate laws went through in 2019 just amazing he really is um, an incredible human and will be missed but given that Georgie Purcell has worked closely with him whilst I don't believe Georgie Purcell has two trans kids I'm sure she'll be just as supportive and um, you know um, anti-medic um, off to have a breather with family after the challenges of four years and obviously put under some degree of pressure given his sort of crossbench status in the upper house during the pandemic and some of the nastiness directed both generally to his family and the transphobia specifically not on and I think I can comfortably say on behalf of this show and Freedom of Species who I give credit for connecting with me with, me, me, with Andy about four years ago um, yeah, I, whatever you do, Andy, I'm sure it'll be a great contribution to this planet in, um, and all the species on it. Now, Jenny sent in another email mentioning Tina Arena. Tina, it says Tina Arena is a national treasurer. Uh, no, a national treasure. Oh, old accountants never die. Um, she's entitled to her opinions and if we don't agree with them. Look, generally, I agree with that, provided the opinions aren't you know, threatening physical harm, which obviously Tina Arena is not directly threatening individuals. Um, then he says, I had a robust debate with a progressive brown gay man who started mocking her and called him out for it. He should know better. He's part of a minority group himself. Well, you'll get every agreement with me on that. I don't understand this concept where some people are, as I call it, selectively woke. Oh, we need to be, you know, be kind in this attribute and then go and do, give out something else. Um, what initiatives would you like to see for the community next year? I know the ALP aren't perfect, but it's better than the alternative, isn't it? Um, hoping they get the voice settled in Parliament as a minority group that has had their right silence for too long. Baby steps. Um, well, yeah, a few fair points in there. Initiatives I'd like to see. I mean, um, let's just go at random. Um, we'll continue with the state stuff first. I think a big priority for this state has to be to pass some intersex um, laws banning unnecessary surgeries on intersex infants. Because whilst I'm trans and bi, you know, the fact that intersex people have had so little, um, you know, um, pr specific progress, if any, um, virtually anywhere in Australia, whilst there's inclusion in various, um, some jurisdictions, um, dis um, discrimination protections, nothing specific. Um, and the ACT laws have now, progress seems to have stopped there. I won't say stalled. Obviously, we're at the end of the year and I got an invite during the week to an update on January 24th. There's a consultation um, on the laws, or a, a webinar, I should say, not a consultation, um, just, a, I think, an update. Um, I think that Victoria could pretty much copy that legislation, provided it met with the approval of people of intersex experience, and I think that needs to come first. 
From a trans point of view, we could do with updating the Victorian laws, which are good, to the Tasmanian um, high standards, I mean, such as having opt-in and opt-out markers, that sort of thing, and just refining a few more things. Um, and, of course, um, of three states and territories, while Western Australia, you don't need surgery. There's, not a, there's no non-binary options, for example, Queensland um, was announced um, on Friday the 2nd of December that laws were introduced into Parliament. I've got to catch up on some homework there and read through the laws, but I'm pretty sure there'd be good consultation to get them up to a better standard and New South Wales lagging behind. Um, So that's on the legal front. Some anti-vilification laws I think might be worth considering. I know there's debates about freedom of speech, but not vilification and hate speech. I think that's a different thing. And we saw the banning of Nazi symbols, and in that sense, if we're um, you know thanking politicians, um, you know I think Fiona Patton has done overwhelmingly good work. So sometimes I don't agree with what she says, but I think there's been a lot of good stuff from her, and I think she'll be missed in Parliament. But I hope she does um, you know some good things in the future. But she is also recovering from some chemotherapy, so wish her some recovery time. Um, other things we need more funding for um, a range of services um, on merit for LGBTIQA plus people. Um, this is still at the Victorian level and, um, you know, sort of, and um, continuing to embed progress, probably in regional and rural areas. Federal level, big priority um, funding um, so that no trans person is ever out of pocket or has to dig into super for trans surgery costs and, and no trans medical costs. Um, I've heard of people who struggle to pay for hormones, for example, um, and have had to come off them even though ideally they'd like to be on them. That's how they've had to make savings. And that was before, of course, the inflationary pressures of recent months. Um, Obviously, a national ban on intersex surgeries would be good, so we wouldn't have to do eight state and territory bans. Um, that could be helpful. Um, now, I believe we need a good Religious Discrimination Act that doesn't lessen discrimination for anyone else and also an end to discrimination against students and teachers. Um, one of my personal highlights of the year, which I think I may have mentioned somewhere throughout the year, as someone who went to what. Um, in my day, called itself an all-boys school, and whether it still does or not, it's not not, not quite sure. But um, my f- photo of the year, um, and it's now in a tie, was um, of that all-boys school on where at Purple Day, the head of the Alumni Society sent me a photo of the rainbow flag flying over the senior school area. And I didn't think I'd live long enough to see something like that. So that's really important. Um, so we need progress um, in schools, and that's a religious school, and it doesn't want to discriminate. I heard that they have a non-binary student in year 11. They had someone from of more recent times who said, oh, I've affirmed my identity as a woman, not sure about coming to the reunion, and when students of the same year found out, of course you're coming. Any problems, you flapping well, let us know. So there are little... You know, these are the rays of light, which is a, a middle-aged chook in a pan tran. Um, I see a very positive, but we do need to make our schools 100% safe. And, you know, I agree with um, Jenny, you, Jenny, that, yeah, um, we need to get the voice settled in Parliament um, and get that done and get it done in as calm a way as possible. Um, yeah, um, so definitely, yeah, and agree with you, as I said, on Fiona Patton, um, who, you know, don't always agree with everything I'm 
I tend, I know, I'm not, I'm more, I'll say, a smaller liberal than a libertarian, although some might split hairs. Not that I really feel I have any political label myself. I'm just some sort of me. I know people would probably rate me as progressive, but um, I'm sometimes not quite sure. Um, but um, yeah, that's um, some federal priorities. Um, better mental health funding. I think the announcement during the week that of um, you know pulling back the 20 sessions is a disaster. Um, and I'm going to talk about some personal stuff in the last segment, which um, I will just put a low-level content note in. Um, um, but I feel it's important that I do share something with our listeners about my year. So there have been good bits. Um, I do have to say, with um, without wanting to be self-indulgent, Trans Family winning a City of Melbourne award was quite amazing. Um, and um, also did a, a talk um, at a school on Idahobbit Day. Um, one of those never thought I'd live to do that as well. Um, and that was a religious all-gender school. And they were just, it was their first ever big Ida Hobbit day and it was amazing. So there were some positives in my year and I think more of that flooding through. And I think the issues that we talk about in schools, um, you know, I think that the, you know, the, we'll say that we've crossed the hump on that. There's obviously still a long way to go, but um, people who protest against that and it's hard not to mention the events of recent days at the Pride Centre. Um, yes, those people are extreme and horrible, but they are in a minority. But, of course, they're a loud, shrill extreme. And uh, I did notice during the week that Andy Medic said um, also that the event still should have gone ahead. But hopefully we can work out a way to do it where it is safe and fun for all and there's no problems. Anyway, let's have some more music. Um, on a musical front, it's the 30th anniversary this week of a Chris Wilson album, Landlocked, the late, great Chris Wilson, one of Melbourne's great independent sort of rock, blues and a bit country musicians. And I was listening to his um, wife being interviewed on another community station this week and thought about this. And here's a song that's a bit sex positive and burlesque um, from that Landlocked album of 1992. Here's Tits and Feathers, 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
This New Year's Eve, Yarra's Edinburgh Gardens hosts a variety of fun, family-friendly activities. Featuring funk pop artist Leilani Lafleur, comedy icons Tripod, a pop-up cinema and food trucks from 2pm to the countdown. And don't forget to avoid bringing glass, take home excess rubbish and recycling, be COVID safe, respect the neighbours and clean up after your fur friends. Enjoy New Year's Eve at Edinburgh Gardens, Fitzroy North. Brought to you by Yarra City Council, a 3CR supporter. Freedom of Species is a show about animals, for animals, listened to by humans. Tune in Sundays, 1pm. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. Um, about eight minutes away from the end of my live broadcasting year. Freedom of Species coming up next. Thanks to Nick, Carol and all the crew, Nick in today, to talk climate activism and specifically Extinction Rebellion's claim that if once 3.5% of the population of a state is mobilised in sustained protest, success is guaranteed. Hmm. I wonder, I wonder if that's transferable for other things. Find out. Um, keep listening at one o'clock on 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, and then later 3CR on demand. Um, also heard from the Yarra Festive Party. Um, once again, I'm heading off on holidays after this week. Um, Tamil um, special broadcast next Sunday the 25th, sixth repeat shows, and then another festive party in the city of Yarra, 3CR's live broadcast back on the 12th of February and uh, I'll keep you informed of what's happening with Out of the Pan after that. But yes, I'm looking forward to a breather over the year. Now, 
small mental health note. Um, I have loved doing this show this year and I want to thank the 3CR staff because I have unfortunately been battling mental health issues for most of the year and that's due to, in my opinion, content note lateral hostility, the accumulation of bullying and discrimination that I've faced over the years in the queer communities, particularly around 2019 to 21 and it has taken most of the year to recover. I'm now getting one, I will say, a supplemental benefit, which um, was approved last month, and payments hope are scheduled to flow just in time for the silly season during this week. But it has been, for all of that, an absolute um, source of joy to be doing this show every week. It is something that lifts me, and I hope it lifts our listeners. So thank you for your support throughout the year. And um, I just had a message in um, from um, Jenny. Well, if you're an ex-accountant, you would be a small liberal lol. Um, you know, maybe maybe the therapy will keep working there, Jenny. Um, um, account- accounting and small liberal um, won't hold that against you and your liking for country music either. Tongue planted firmly in cheek. Um, well, yes, um, you know, b- both binary kinds, country and western. People always say, I don't mind the country, it's that western. Um, and any hints for a good country album for newbies? Um, now, I'm not sure if that's new fans or newish artists, but certainly Rich uh, Webb, who I played last week, um, is really good, um, is one. Um, and, oh gosh, um, name blanks with um, six minutes to go is not a good thing. Um, and I'm trying to think of um, um, the artist I played last year. Um, um and it's it's not coming, um, an out gay country artist as well. Um, so, yep, I'll be all right, Jenny. I'm having a good breather and hopefully we'll recuperate and reset the goals um, over the summer. Um, yeah, um, so it certainly hasn't been a very middle-class year from my point of view. Do have to say that. Um, and, um, um, yeah, but um, certainly... Um, you know, it's hopefully, I think, feel like the worst is um, um, behind me um, in terms of, of um, um, you know, in terms of um, the mental health stuff. But hopefully just with some rest and some um, uh, recreative stuff, we can be back. And yeah, Willow is a great country artist. That's the person I was trying to think of. Um, and um, in particular, Willow's track about small hometown size isn't everything, as it says in that song. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here and just for a bit of fun and, yes, a bit of catharsis. Um, here is a classic Australian rock track which um, you can sing along to um, with the additional words that were always thrown into the chorus um, because as when a friend said, I'm having a New Year's Eve at my place because I want to kick 2022 in the ankle or something like that. I thought, yeah, this is the song I would like to sing with the well-known additional chorus to 2022. Take it out with the angels. Am I ever going to see your face again? And you know what to say as you sing along. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next year.
Bye.